1: to get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable.
1: The array of options is so much greater today.
0: You equals you. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org.
2: Hey guys, and welcome to 5 Yard Rush, your fantasy football podcast. Now here's your host... Stocks and sparks. I can't believe been beer's for two weeks. Oh, welcome back, Rush Nation, and we've got a treat for you today. Today's special guest is Sparky. Hang on a minute, <laughs> that's not fair. We missed one. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good, I'm really good. It's good to have you back.
1: It was very surreal listening to my own podcast and I wasn't on it.
2: Tell me about it. Well, yeah, when I went over to where like, did go, Lapland, and I was listening to you and studio, do it, it was bizarre.
1: Yeah, I bet it was.
2: Big thanks to Nick
1: for stepping in for my oversized boots. Yeah, no, Much appreciated, did a great job. He did, he did, he
2: did. Very factual, slight lack of witticisms, but very factual, can't lock that. Uh, well, wits is your game, that's that's why we have you here. Because I don't do
1: fact or knowledge,
2: <laughs> but I do provide wit. So, Without, yeah, it's yeah, it good to have you back. Quick shout weird. out to this week's beer provider is, well... It's, it's still this, Camden Town. It's still Camden Town. Sparky bought a four-pack, and as he's been on hiatus, we haven't drunk them. So, yeah, we're still on the Camden Pale Ale. A little shout-out to Adam Murphy of the Epsom League. He said he's going to hook us up with some beer. Yeah, he, believe you know, that when I see it, yeah. He, well, he did used to manage the spoons in Epsom, so he knows a thing or two about beer. Uh-huh. So, Adam, I know you're listening. Sort us <laughs> out, brother. Don't forget to find us on all social medias. It's at 5 Rush. We appreciate the love. Yeah,
1: big thanks to everyone who's been following us this week. It's has a bit crazy on Twitter, so thanks very much for that.
2: Yeah, madness. Absolute madness. Instagram's been quiet. It's my fault. i have got some (laughs) stuff going on, and I will get back out there. Taking a social media each has proved... Before we do the news, on my own news... Hang on, wait a second. This is a public service announcement. Sparky (laughs) has come into the studio fired up with his...
1: What? Why so, are you
2: attacking Jimmy G? No, 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 no. It wasn't an attack. It was. It was. It was a factual, like you said. No, I don't do facts. <laughs> I do stats. Sorry. He's undefeated. Yeah. No. <laughs> we, we talked about this last week. Five of the yeah. six opponents were rubbish. He did shred the Jags, but yeah, that that's worth a
1: hundred million on its own, isn't it? No. no one else
2: did. Well, yeah. Well, talking of money, Aaron Rodgers got paid, bro. Yeah. yeah. He's going to get most of his money before March next That's year. I've like never
1: even. Can you imagine signing a four? Was it four-year deal? Yeah. And you're going to get what, like, eighty percent of it or something before? Bef- yeah. And <laughs> it works year. out
2: about seven hundred thousand dollars a day. So how you can't even spend that sort of money? Like, even if you're out buying six hundred thousand pound houses every day,
1: you'd have fun trying, though. Surely. Oh,
2: imagine. Imagine.
1: And then the literal breaking news for us yeah. at five o'clock on a Friday afternoon in London town. Uh, is Aaron Donald has just signed a seven year, $141 million contract uh, to make himself the highest paid defensive player in NFL history?
2: Ching. Yeah. Cheddar. What he said. Well, he was good. You know, defensive player of the year. He is good. Yeah. Well, and obviously, holding out of camp didn't affect him last year. Don't imagine it will do. Yeah. I mean,
1: the Rams haven't been that great in preseason.
2: How no, about his preseason? But- I mean the, the Browns won all their pre-season games last year and they we put Norton 16 so that can't happen again <laughs> and it's good for them they've got Donald for the first game of the season which is a that they need that really I expect the Rams to come out and start winning because they're like last year they scored the most points in the league so expect more of the same Yeah, I mean, him and Dominic Sue, like good god that's a pair isn't it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need your left and right tackles to be to be doing a job I don't think anyone's going to fancy that game yeah I mean, you, you, I don't know if the Rams play the Colts, but if they do, yeah, the Rams D is going to be lit that week. So, as most of you in the fantasy community know, this is probably the biggest week for your drafts. Uh, Sparky and I thought the best way to go about that was to do a draft guide, because from all the podcasts I listen to and everything like that, it's all you know, fantasy-based and stuff like that, but there isn't a lot for beginners about drafting and stuff so if it is your first season and you're a little bit unsure what to do we're going to run through a draft process where we're going to do a mock draft there's going to be three of us in it one of the boys from our league Josh a couple of Apaches just flying over your head behind your sparking it's pretty cool Uh, Josh is jumping in and we're going to do a three man three man mock each drafting from a different position, like opposite ends of the draft. Josh is going to draft from the fifth and we're all going to go with different strategies, see how they pan out, talk about it, what we think you should do, where we think you should draft people, so on and so forth. Yeah. And if you've got no idea about drafting, we're going to try and help you out a little bit. And if you do have an idea about drafting, you can probably gun us or yeah. we can we can definitely hook up on social media and talk about what we well, who and what we did. So again, no more news. I think that's pretty much it. That was the big news, really. Yeah. Only other news is our listener league is drafting this Tuesday. Yeah. So I think what we might do is, seeing as it's first week of the season, next you know six days now, next Tuesday we might do our standard waiver wire first week waiver wire pod. Even though games haven't played, there's probably still players out there who are available for pickup. And then Tuesday night we might just do a bit of a jovial pod during the listener league yeah. draft, just because it, it'll be you a know laugh. giggles. Yeah. And it, yeah, I imagine there'll be some clanging in the background because my wife will be home and it won't be as professional. But it will be it will be a laugh. And it will just be a bit of bonus content for you Rush Nation listeners. So let's get into the draft, shall we? Yep. Yeah, so it's 10-team, PPR. Yep, PPR. Standard you. scoring? No, PPR.
1: No, as in uh, you haven't changed any no, of the oh, yeah, presets so,
2: on the Superbot? Yep, no. So for those of you that don't know the difference between PPR, PPR and standard... PPR is points per reception so every time your receivers or running backs make a reception they get a point and in standard they don't it's a standard scoring like you say so it's four points for a touchdown two points for interception and that's pretty much it so I'm going to go ahead and so Sparky quickly run through where everyone's drafting just while I get in contact with Josh
1: okay right so I've been told that I've got to do number one wouldn't normally but there you go that's, uh, that's where we are uh, Josh is getting five and five yard rush uh, stocks is going at 10. Now, we've talked a fair bit on the previous podcast about what strategies to adopt. The main problem we all see, and I think most people see, is that the lack of quality running backs, the depth gets very thin very quickly. So, although you can obviously take quality wide receivers or tight end quarterback, whatever you want to do, um, you'll soon find you get to about four rounds in, there are no decent running backs left. Uh, or they're only from teams that have committees, so they might be good players, but they're not going to see that much of the ball. So especially in PPI, you get absolutely hammered for that. So on that thought, I will probably open with taking two running backs. Um, not sure what Josh is going to do yet. As you so said. Josh is
2: going to go zero running back. Okay, and then I am going to take. For the end slot, I'm drafting at ten, like Sparky said. I'm going to take a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end, and a quarterback, all in the first four rounds. Okay, and
1: see where that, and see where it. we end up. Okay. With.
2: All right. So without further ado, let's do it. I've hit the green light. Sparky, you are on the clock. You've Get four hours to pick someone. Yeah, it's a four-hour email draft. So midway through next season, we'll finish this and <laughs> let you know how it gets on. Sparky's phone is loading up. He's come prepared as always.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wind it up. I've taken Todd.
2: All oh, right, so you went girly straight off the bat. Yeah. Now, this is interesting because Antonio Brown went number two. I would have. Oh, so it's, he's got Bell. He's, <laughs> Bell sat there and you can't take him. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna hurt. Yeah, that's
1: gonna really hurt him.
2: Yeah, so Antonio Brown went second. Zeke I was went second. OBJ, third, which is fair. Yeah, Josh at five took OBJ. Then Bell, Barkley, Kamara, Hopkins went. Uh, best available for me here. Yeah, so stocks is on the clock. Melvin Gordon, who's gonna take him? Gordon over
1: Fournette. I just because isn't
2: So because it's PPR. he's a three down back, I'm gonna take Gordon and then I'm gonna back that up with Julio Jones.
1: Being on the turn?
2: Yeah. You get that lovely option. So it's back to Josh. Before Josh, Kareem Hunt, Fournette, Thomas, and Allen, one, and then AJ Green.
1: <laughs> I'm really not enjoying this watching all these fantastic players.
2: So just after A. J. Green went Christian McCaffrey went at 2-7. Then Gronk. Oh, Gronk. That is, uh, I was hoping oh. Gronk might have made it back to me. He didn't. Then Dalvin Cook went at 2-9. Man. Dalvin Cook, Antonio Brown. So, like that.
1: I've got 40 seconds to pick a running back. Devon Freeman, Jordan Howard, Joe Mixon. Oh, they're really the only three there, aren't they?
2: Yeah. I, for me, it's going to be Mixon. If I was drafting, just because he does all three. Jordan Howard has got seal hands, can't catch. And That's what I was just going to say. Tevin Coleman eats into Devonta Freeman's workload.
1: Yeah, um, I agree with you there. After wide receiver, uh, running back, running back, I'm going to now take a wide receiver. Uh, Let's go with Mike Evans. I don't often pick him,
2: so we'll take him. So Jordan Howard then went Tyreek Hill and Devonta Freeman. Interestingly, the fourth person has gone three running back. So he's gone zero wide receiver, which isn't a shotgun.
1: So Josh has managed to get... OBJ, AJ Green and Jarrett McKinnon My first three picks
2: um, My draw, I'm falling on Jarrett McKinnon After his injury in the preseason. I just don't think he's built for a work, full season workload Yeah. Uh, Devante Adams then went Stefan Diggs, then Royce Freeman Adam Thielen And I'm on the clock So for me here, there's only one quarterback to take I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers And then I'm going to back that up with Travis Kelsey Solid Yeah T.Y. Hilton, Doug Baldwin, Amari Cooper, Lamar Miller and Josh is back on the clock. Oh, I don't think he will. Oh, might take Fitz, you know. He's going to ta- I think laughing. he'll take Alex Collins.
1: Leaving us all in suspense here.
2: Yeah, come on Josh, it's only a mock. What we do need to talk about is cheat sheets and rankings and stuff like that as well. Be prepared. Yeah, we'll talk about draft prep and stuff after the mock. Yeah, I'll have some notes on that as well. Good. Okay, you've come with notes, that that is worrying. Well, that's so what happens
1: when you get two weeks between a podcast, I you get a bit of time to...
2: I I think Josh might have actually fallen over in a coma because he's on holiday and he's... Well, he texted me at 11 o'clock this morning and he'd already started on... Oh, yeah, you are right. Alex Collins. Yeah. Yeah, he'd already started on the tropical beer. (laughs) Yeah, he's had a few. Uh, So Josh took Alex Collins at the 4-6. Then Chris Hogan, which is well early. Larry Fitz and Jarvis Landry. And Hmm. Sparky is on the clock at the end of the 4th.
1: What should I take here? Wide receiver... Well, Ertz is there, to be fair.
2: It's up to you. Uh, you only have... what? Well, you get two here, basically, don't you? Yeah. Golden Tate. Now, news just broke that the Patriots might be trading for Golden Tate. If they do that, then he could be an absolute beast. So, uh, upside. Or he's gone Zach Ertz. <laughs> he's not listening to me whatsoever.
1: I like Thomas at the Broncos. It's a little early for him.
2: No. Josh Gordon... No, nope, I'm not touching him with yours, let alone mine this year. <laughs> Bit
1: of an unknown quantity, that man. Yeah. All right, go on in. you go with
2: what you know. He's gone for Demarius Thomas. Josh yeah. Gordon went the pick after. Kenyon Drake and then Shady. Now, with you and I drafting it at the turn at each end, sometimes you have to reach for players you want because they're not going to make it back a couple of picks. Yeah. Maybe one of us should have gone second or ninth or something, but that's... Shady. Now, Shady went at the 5-4. If you... <laughs> That's late. Yeah, so if you imagine he has a good season, you've already got two good running backs, two wide receivers, and you can slide Shady into your flex. That's unreal. Like, if he'd have gone wide receiver... They've
1: got like, David Johnson, Christian McCaffrey, Devonta Freeman, Chris Hogan, which bit is iffy, weak. and then Shady. But then you've also got trade there. You've got some trade value to get another good wide receiver there. Yeah, no doubt. You can give up two of those for a quality wide receiver there.
2: Yeah, so Josh then went Juju... Golden Tate, oh, I was hoping he'd slide to me. Oh, Mark Ingram, Derek Henry, Marquise Goodwin, and I'm on the clock, and there is absolutely nothing left.
1: <laughs> so your choices are J.A.J. No. Nope. Uh, Brandon Cooks. No. Nope. Marshall Lynch. Mm. Well, he'll be one, would not he? Yeah. Carlos Hyde. Corey Davis.
2: Yeah, I've got a lot of Corey Davis this year. Uh, do you know what I'm going to do? And Robinson. No, I don't want him. I want nothing to do with it. I'm going to take Marshall on here as my second running back.
1: And then you're on the clock again, because you're on the
2: turn. Yeah, and then, oh, wide receiver here. I need another one. Do I go Corey Davis or Alan Robinson? I just think... I
1: Robinson. I think their offense can be really good this year.
2: Yeah, I do. And I don't think they've shown any of their game in the preseason. I yeah. think they've kept it all under yeah. wraps. So, Big conspiracy. Uh, I'm going to take a punt. Uh, Bye week's not really a problem, because Robinson's on by number five. So I've drafted Alan Robinson. Brandon Cooks went straight away, then Jay train and then the second quarterback went in the sixth round and it was Deshaun Watson at 6-4. That's way too early. Obviously, everybody knows.
1: Uh, he took Corey Davis. Yeah, Josh has not messed
2: about on this round. Oh, God, I mean already. So, after Deshaun <laughs> Watson, for this. Carlos Hard went, then Josh took Corey Davis, followed by Dion Lewis, Emmanuel Sanders and on Johnson. I, th- I think on Johnson is a massive stash this year. If you can get him late, slow down with those picks. I'm still talking. Wow, Russell Wilson, really? Best available. <laughs> so Sparky's on it's the pretty turn thin. at six ten, and he's taken Russell Wilson. I wonder if the fact you and I have both gone quarterback will Josh take a quarterback now? I doubt it because he's also late round QB. But it'd be interesting to see. Who are you thinking now?
1: Taking a running back. Good shot. Not
2: sure who. Choices are Burkehead. Carson Williams well Chris Carson is the starter for the Seahawks in week one I mean you could take him if he has a beast of a game you might be able to trade him away that's not a bad idea you're welcome so all the tight ends have started to go so Chris Carson went then Jimmy Graham at 7-2 Rex Burkhead 7-3 Greg Olsen at 7-4 and our boy Josh is on the clock now he has four wide receivers and two running backs so expect a running back here I would imagine and a good shout it's going to be Jamal Williams it's Trey Burton (laughs) Burton. wowzers that's early for a tight end and Josh
1: well Drew Brees and Tom Brady have gone as well
2: quarterback runners started peeps so after Trey Burton Crabtree Marvin Jones then the two quarterbacks of Brees and Brady and oh I'm on the clock so Peyton Barber is he going to be the starter in Tampa who do they have week one Apparently the internet is down excellent news thanks very much so I don't know I just don't know really you know I'm going to go Jamal Williams because he's going to be the starter in Green Bay and everybody wants a bit of that Green Bay offense even if I can trade him and now I need another wide receiver I've oh, only got Julio and Alan Robinson which is pretty fire there isn't anything there's nothing I don't want Alshon because he could be on the pup. What about Cooper Cup? Because he said if,
1: if the Rams are high-scoring offense, surely, apart from Todd, some of the other the wide receivers going to score I think points.
2: Cooper Cup will be their lead receiver this year. I think there's a decent shout. He was mm. good last year. He was good for me last year. But it's PPR, and I'm going to go Jameson Crowder. Even though he's questionable. Yeah, but he'd be fine. So I said there was no wide receivers, and then Julian Edelman was... 8-2 followed by Will Fuller at 8-3 Evan Ingram went at 8-4 that's quite good value for Evan Ingram if yeah. he can be who he was last year then Chris Thompson Josh is back on the clock and Josh has taken a quarterback in the 8th round that is early my friend for you he took Cam Newton at 8-6 which is good value but actually I think that's a good pick he's got a solid team and he's put a good quarterback in his top slot Alshon Jeffrey went what? next Corn running backs again have you seen Randall Cobb's probably going to be traded have you seen that? yeah so Randall Cobb is currently at Green Bay but he uh, what's his name Uh, Mike Lombardi from oh where does he work that's poor knowledge Uh, GM Street podcast he has twice on the podcast now said that Randall Cobb's going to get traded and he's big in the NFL world so watch this space but he could be an absolute steal Cooper Cup then went. Sparky's on the turn. He took Sammy Watkins, Sterling Shepard at eight, ten, nine, one. That is a sick pair of wide receivers. That late, they could both be absolute beasts. Tevin Coleman then went. Peyton Barber and Tariq Cohen. I love that Peyton Barber pick just because he's going to be the start of Week One in Tampa. Josh is so, on the clock.
1: so low down, like ninth. Because 10? they
2: drafted Rojo. Ah. Uh, and Rojo had an appalling. Did you see the stats before the fourth game about he'd had? Oh, it was terrible one. Yeah, he'd had less yardage than he had attempts at rushing. <laughs> which is I think he had 23 attempts for 21 yards or something. Josh took Sonny Michelle. Then Jordan Reed went. Adrian Peterson at nine seven. That's not a bad shout. Delaney Walker then went. Not after last year. Yeah, it's no, he, he's not a whole season. Uh, I think that word's legit. It's fine. Uh, James White then went at 9-9 I like that pick and I'm on the clock I've got a quarterback three running backs three wide receivers one tight end and no flex this is also a super flex league didn't realise that top work I'm going to take another quarterback no yeah uh, I am I'm going to take Andrew Luck
1: oh, oh what do you know no, what you am, I'm not going to take he's hovering Luck. he's hovering folks
2: I Need flexes get here. your hands off I don't want Jimmy <laughs> I don't want no sir oh, he's going to pick for me Time's up <laughs> Devin Funchess That's not happening uh,
1: Oh look It's alright when he's Commissioner only he can change Who he's picked
2: Yeah <gasps>
1: That's alright We are recording I suppose I'm going
2: to ta- take Andrew up Just because you said that Oh and then
1: you Do you know little... what I'm going to do i have yeah. got then... that beat
2: machine yet No And then I've taken the Jags as well What Yeah Well are, you... are Yeah but I'm Drafting completely different To how I would normally do Oh okay Alright I'm glad I spotted That with Superflex <laughs> This yeah, is not me too. So after I took the Jags, Kyle Rudolph went. Mike Williams, Rashad Penny, Kirk Cousins, Isaiah Crowell, Carson Wentz. Well, that's early. Consider is that his first quarterback? It is. Ooh. So considering Carson Wentz may not start Week One, that's bold. Duke Johnson then went. Robbie Anderson at ten nine. And Sparky's on the clock at the last pick of the tenth round. What are you thinking, son? Another running back. Another running back. Might take Mac. Interesting. I don't like him. Tell you who's worth a punt, This boy. Nick Chubb, yeah. Good shout.
1: And seeing as it is a superflex and yeah, no Pat. one told me. Oh,
2: Jimmy. No. Oh. Someone yeah. who's had a great pre-season. Pat Mahomes, I like that. Jimmy G went, I think Josh surely has to know this is now a superflex. Quarterbacks are frying off. Jimmy G, your boy, went at 11-2, followed by Phil Rivers, Jordy Nelson. Wow, Jordy,
1: 11-4.
2: And Josh yeah. is back on the clock. See what he's got. Ronald Jones. Mojo. Kenny Stills, Devin Funches, Robert Woods, Marlon Mack, and I'm back on the clock. So what I'm going to do here is... Take
1: another DST?
2: No. I'm (laughs) going to take Aaron Jones. Okay. That way I've got both Green Bay running backs. Okay. And in theory, I should have a running back one every week. Mm, Yeah. So I've taken Aaron Jones at 11.10. I'm back on the clock. And... Just hope Rodgers doesn't get injured because they've just traded Honey they, as well. Yeah. And
1: uh... just saying, that offense would be absolutely rubbish. Although they would see, your running back see a lot of the
2: ball because they wouldn't throw it. Yeah. Who's their backup now? Uh, He was at the Browns last year. Oh, Kaiser. Kaiser. Oh, that's not too bad. So, I need another flex. I'm just going to take best available here. Uh, It's Matt Stafford. (laughs) Uh, This is horrible. There is nothing left. Absolutely, I'm going DJ Moore.
1: DJ Moore, Keenan Cole, Latavius Murray, Benal Powell, still there.
2: Uh, so after I took DJ Moore, David uh, and Juku, Kelvin Benjamin, Nelson Aguilar, Nelson Aguilar is going to be the Philly wide receiver one this season. You just watch. I just think with uh, what's his face, Alshon Jeffrey yeah. missing, missing. You know he's not going to be on the pup list which is good, but it means he probably might miss five weeks. So, I just, I'm not, I think Aguilar's good enough. He's a burner. Watch this space. Uh, Yeah, so then Ty Montgomery, Josh took Calvin Ridley, Matt Stafford went, then the Vikings went at 12-8, that's late. Pierre Gosson, Gus took Vance McDonald, I love that. Two wide, two tight ends, eh? Who's Gus? Oh, Sparky, (laughs) apologize. Although everyone knows your name now. Vance McDonald, two tight ends. Are you planning on playing a tight end in your flex again? You'd love a tight end in the flex.
1: They're like really good. <laughs> to be fair, my flex was rubbish last year. And playing two, sometimes three tight ends <laughs> did me a lot of favours. Yep. Especially when I had Evan Ingram being the only cow in the field. I
2: that drop, I've found a drop for that as well. I've also got a horse galloping with a neigh noise for the studs and a trash can being beaten up. And he's taking the Rams. He's taken the LA Rams, I love that pick, considering there's only four rounds left. CJ Anderson, then Big Ben, the Philly Eagles. Josh still only has one quarterback, I'm not sure he knows, it's super flex.
1: We're not going to tell him on. No,
2: we're not <laughs> going to tell him. He's taken the Chargers, and then Matt Ryan went this. No, uh, the penny's got
1: to drop, look all around him, it's red everywhere.
2: Jack Doyle, Keenan Cole, Latavius Murray, and I'm on the clock.
1: I'm just going to cry out here as well and say this is definitely by far the best app to try. To do this with oh, a sleeper, yeah. yeah
2: it much it's so good, so yeah. good. Um, now, this is a super flex league, isn't it? And that means two quarterbacks. I'm taking Alex Smith.
1: Well, you're gonna play two, you're gonna have a third for back. You're yeah. three now,
2: well, yeah. A, as long as they're not on bye week the same week, which they're not, yeah. I'm playing two quarterbacks every week, and then I'm gonna slide Alex Smith in when I've got a bye, yeah. Yeah, any super flex, you need three quarterbacks if you're gonna stand a chance. I took Alex Smith. I need another flex play here. And, again, I'm taking best available. And that's John Brown of the Baltimore Ravens. He's on my watch list from last time, so I'm obviously liking him. Sparky's shaking his head like he's got no idea. Blau Pal went, that's not a bad shout. Then the Ravens, Corey Clement, Josh is on the clock. And I bet he doesn't take a quarterback. <laughs> what are you saying? Jared Goff is there at the top of the list. I like
1: Kenny day there, like that list.
2: Do you? Yeah. There's still good players left. Anthony Miller, Geronimo. Oh, left. Oh, he's oh, taking he's... a quarterback. Well done, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Goff. Uh, of all the quarterbacks he took, I don't like that.
1: But then surely there's some sense in that if they the highest scoring offence from last year. He must have scored some points.
2: Well, not if Gurley ran a load in, he doesn't get well, any points sure. for that. So yeah, after Jared Goff, Cam Meredith went Kenny Golladay, you were just mentioning him. Gio Bernard, and now Sparky's on the clock. At the late end, well, the end of the 14th, what sorry. QB would you take here? Oh, you want some advice?
1: Well, I just want to chew it over. If you pause it, or we'll just reset it, if it all appears. So who's about? Mariotta, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Jemais Winston, Eli Manning. Jameis Winston. side, Jemais Jemais. 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 From now on, hence
2: you shall be known. That's Jemais. Jemais. Uh, oh, Tyrod Taylor.
1: Mitch Trubisky.
2: Tyrod Taylor, I'm telling you. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because he's on the high-fire-powered offense of the Browns now. <laughs> take a quarterback, son. Northern. To be fair, I can just remove it. Uh, and the computer pick you, Allen hands. There you go, there's another minute. Who do you want? I might I'll take
1: a rookie QB, yeah.
2: Ooh, wow. Mix it up a little bit. Think outside the box. Just well, Tyrod Taylor's outside the box. <laughs> no one's going to take a Browns QB normally. That's a very good point. And then, you know, Baker will still be on the waivers, so as long as you've got your ear to the ground and they when they drop Tyrod, you should be fine. I suggest. No. <laughs> well, for that exact
1: reason, I was thinking of taking Nick Foles. Because <laughs> I'm not convinced Wentz is going to be fit
2: enough. Yeah, but would you play Foles over other quarterbacks available on the list? He was so good. Yeah, but play. he's been terrible in the preseason. season Yeah. That was his life. That was his entire quarterback life in one game at the Super Bowl. Obviously, he did the playoffs as well, but his whole quarterback career culminated in the Super Bowl win. Yeah, Just he'll, hang he'll, your, never, he'll never... No, hang yeah. your cleats up, son. You're done. You've won a Super Bowl. I don't
1: know what to do here. I need a wide receiver
2: for depth. Uh, the clock stopped, so you take as long as you like. Well, it is. <laughs> don't know how that's happened. You yeah, know, seriously, though. Sleeper app was formerly Sleeper Bot. They've got everything. is. Even their draft board, where everything's brightly coloured, so you know what position's gone. It's just so easy to, it's so easy to use. So you took Alan Hearns. I don't, I like that. Mariota then went. George Kittle. Do you have three quarterbacks now? You do, don't you? Yeah. Uh, George Kittle went. Then Anthony Miller at the fifteen four. Josh is now on the clock at fifteen five.
1: It's probably also at the bar.
2: Yeah. So another good draft strategy. Whilst we're at the end of the draft, although it's quite close to taking first no 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 oh. so don't take a kicker or a DST at all no if you're in like a 10 or a 12 teamer don't take a kicker or a DST until the end of I don't know if there's any more preseason games or is that it although well, it. no, it's all done mm. oh right okay um, because you can pick a kicker and DST up if you're going to stream the position anyway you can pick up two more players and then going into the first game you if somebody gets injured this week maybe in training or something like that You've got an extra two players who you could slide, who possibly could get into position. Josh is obviously given up because he's about to get auto picked, which is fine. He's taken Tyler Lockett. I like that. Tyler Lockett got paid this week as well. Three year extension for the Seahawks. Houston's have gone. Derek Carr, Jordan Wilkins, Matt Breeder. I'm on the clock. I'm going to take Geronimo Allison. I need another running back here. And I'm going to go Devontae Booker because he's probably going to be the starting running back for the Denver Broncos week one. And to get him at the first pick of the 16th round, count me in. Bosh. So, all the kickers are going. This is yeah, trouble. The Broncos win. No. Greg the leg. Sparky's beloved. Greg the golden leg. Zero. Man won me about nine games on his own last year. True that. So, <laughs> Stephen Goskowski, Greg the leg, Will Lutz, Josh is back on the clock. We're into the second-to-last round. For the benefit of everybody, I'm just going to take a kicker at the last pick because I might as well. You taking the kicker here? Or are you gonna? I will. I will. Not Greg. You'll have to trade for him. Oh, he's taking Mike Gesicki, Jake Elliott, Justin Tucker, then the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, Sparky's on the turn here. Last two picks. Might as well go straight to the kicker slot for my last pick. What are you thinking, Sparky? Where are you weak? Always oh, bed. <laughs> Come on. Come on.
1: <laughs> the app's not
2: working. The app's stop working.
1: <laughs> can't do it. Right,
2: so I'm going to auto-pick for you. Just, just note okay. that. You've got Matt Bryant and the right. And I, I, I was going to take... Yep. Sanu. Mohamed Sanu. Where is he on the list?
1: Quite on the way down. From me.
2: There he is. Mohamed Sanu. Harrison Bucker. Chris Godwin. Danny Amendola. Josh... This is actually not a bad... <laughs> this is... A good reason to take... If you're last, if you're picking from the 10 spot, I suggest taking kicker and DST around earlier than normal because by the time you get to the DST, you've got a worse one available. And then when you get to the kicker of the last pick of the draft, you're pretty much taking the best available. Mm. So nine of the good kickers have already gone. Uh, Josh has got 30 seconds left. He hasn't taken a kicker, so there you go. Josh has taken a kicker. Chris Boswell, Tyler Eifert, Carolina Panthers, Dak Prescott, Mason Crosby and with the last pick Robbie Gould. might as well I'm taking Robbie Gold of the San Francisco 49ers so we're done so with that complete let's try and value who's got the best team here shall we yeah so Sparky started with two running backs Josh started with two wide receivers and I went running back wide receiver quarterback tight end Sparky, your team consists of Todd Gurley, Joe Mixon, Mike Evans, Demarius Thomas, Zach Ertz, Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, then I presume you have a Sammy Watkins or Sterling Shepard in the flex, other flex position, and Pat Mahomes as your super flex. That's pretty good. Uh, Bench-wise, you've got Vance McDonald as another tight end, the Rams, which we talked about earlier, trouble. Tyrell Taylor, Alan Hearns, Mohamed Sanu, I like it. I think it's I think picking It's at the, quite well balanced. Yeah, picking at the ben, at the beginning of a draft, I think, is the best place to pick this year. So Josh went wide receiver, wide receiver. Then he followed that up with Jarrett McKinnon and Alex Collins, which is pretty solid. He's got Juju, Corey Davis, Trey Burton, took Cam Newton. Then he went three running backs, Sonny Michelle, Crowell, Ronald Jones. And he's got Calvin Ridkey, Ridley sorry, and Tyler Lockett, Jared Goff, LA Chargers... Yeah, that's again not a bad team. Uh, he's got maybe a little... His wide receivers probably aren't that strong apart from his starting pair of Odell Beckham and AJ Green. Doesn't have a lot of depth behind that. And then I went Melvin Gordon, Julio Jones, Aaron Rodgers, Travis Kelsey, Marshall Lynch, Allen Robinson, Jameson Crowder, and uh, Jamal Williams as my starting lineup with the Jags. So, my bench... I've got DJ Moore, John Brown, Geronimo Allison and Devontae Booker. Now, I need them all to go off. There's not a lot of safety there in my bench. I don't know if you agree with that, Sparky. Yeah, well, I, I see where you're going with that. I think I've got quite a high-powered team, but if they don't fire, I'm in a bit of trouble.
1: Or injuries. Yeah. As we all know.
2: I think you and Josh have got a far better balanced team than me after drafting a tight end and quarterback early. If you look where I drafted people, I could have taken Alex Collins and T.Y. Hilton or Doug Baldwin or Amari Cooper instead, and then I would have had Melvin Gordon and Alex Collins and Julio Jones and Doug Baldwin or T.Y. Hilton, and that seems a lot stronger than... I know Rogers is Rogers, and he's just been paid, but we talk about the drop-off of quarterback points compared to the 10th wide receiver points, and it's, it's vastly different. So I'm still a proponent... You know, if you want to take Rodgers at the end of the third beginning of the fourth be my guest but for me it's still quarterback early late even quarterback late and like I said earlier take your DST a round or two earlier if you want because I just think you get a much better deal if you take it two rounds from the end and a kicker round from the end I, I really like that this year if I could have had Stephen Goskowski of the Patriots instead of Robbie Gould I think those extra points would have been the difference I mean, between John Brown and Bilal Pahl, there's not going to be much. So if you take a kicker instead, I'm all aboard that trip. Yeah, um, that, yeah that wasn't too bad, actually. I think because it's a 10 team, everybody's got good good sides, really. If you start dipping into 12 and 14, you have to have a bit more draft knowledge and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, you don't massive win... Massive bench. <laughs> yeah. You don't win your league at the draft. That's It's proven... Oh, yeah. If you can trade well, use the waivers well, get your ear to the ground.
1: I'd like to try and find what my team was at the start of last year and compare it to what it finished I don't know if I can do that
2: yeah we probably could I mean, it would, I it do it now? But. probably something to do for maybe next episode if we get that far Yeah. so <laughs> earlier I mentioned cheat sheets and rankings and stuff like that so rankings I imagine everybody knows what a ranking is um, there's loads of people out there who do it you've got fantasy pros, ESPN NA, NFL.com just type in fantasy football rankings and you'll get, a draft, you'll get a list up and you get loads of different... Amb- Sparky and I did our own ranking shows, top 15 of each position and it's quite handy to print off a rankings list if you're doing a draft so you can cross off players that have gone so maybe players get left behind that are... people take players that are underneath player, good players so you might, for instance, if there's a wide receiver still available when he's four picks... People below him have gone, but he's still there. You can sort of a bit of a draft steal, maybe. And uh, some rankings get done in tiers as well. So, it, it you can then, if somebody's available in the tier above, that's also a, a good steal. There's there's so many places. Like you used the ESPN ones, didn't you, when you yeah the rankings and you did the depth chart sheet as well, which was quite useful because it showed you each team's wide receiver one, two, yeah, so on. Yes, you
1: got a feel for if someone's not available, take someone else. You know, you're gonna see more
2: ball, especially PPR. Yeah, I think useful very useful be prepared yeah and cheat sheets they're pretty much exactly what I just talked about rankings printed off but they are really useful especially if you have a list of wide receivers running backs quarterbacks and you can cross people off you can see who's still available who's not you don't have to look down the ADP list in front of you and also it's very app dependent on the ADP list so it's that app's they use their analyst rankings to create the list on the website. So the ESPN one, you know, got Mike Clay, people like that, and that contributes to their list. Whereas if you've you've got enough time to make your own list of people you like, or if you can use the fancy pros ones where they use loads of experts, rankings, and then put them all together, create an average, that's quite useful as well. You have to pay for the... privilege. Yeah, to get certain bits of it, but you can use their cheat sheets for free. So if you do want to use a cheat sheet, the fancy Pro's one is quite good. One thing I'll say, put your little twist on it. You
1: can't just... You're not a computer. No. Don't just sit there reading the stats and the... Because, uh, you know, you can do all the planning in the world someone get injured or whatever it might be. Coach change, change of tactics, change of whatever. So put your own little twist on it. Yeah, no, Go no, no, no. with the teams like... We did a lot last year in terms of, especially you get about halfway through the season, you've got a feel for who's number one, who's number two, etc. And then you almost do away with that and just go for the match-ups.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And half of it goes out the window. So go with a few players you like. Back a team that you might like or two that you think are going to do well this year, for whatever the reason might be, whether it's they've got fix- the fixtures you think you're going to fancy or whatever it might be. But would say just put your own little twist on it because otherwise it's not really your team, is it? You just sort of...
2: Followed a bit of paper, is it? Yeah, just yeah,
1: like exactly, it? yeah.
2: Yeah, I like that. And one of my favourite... One of the favourite hosts of a podcast I listen to, Mike Wright, he he always says, you know, be water, stay fluid. So don't just, like you say, follow that bit of paper and regardless of who's available, take who you the paper tells you to. Stay alert, stay... Try and work out if, if every other team in the league has a quarterback and there's other good players available, you don't necessarily need to take a quarterback because everybody's got one. You can maybe wait a couple of rounds, take a couple of extra running back wide receivers, then take a quarterback, and you, you're getting bonuses in your wide receiver core, your running back depth, and then you can take a quarterback because if you're playing a 10-team, 12-team league, even if it's a home league where they don't, you don't really know what you they don't, they're doing and they take two quarterbacks, there's still six eight quarterbacks going to be available and this year is probably one of the best years for quarterback depth there has ever been so if you want to wait real late then you can I, I don't hate that whatsoever yeah I know uh, Jack from the Kickers Matter podcast he, he likes to handcuff his running backs which I'm personally not a fan of but then like you say Sparky be yourself do your own thing you, it's, it's fantasy football is designed to be fun. I think quite a lot of the time you get dragged into the stats and everything like that. And
1: oh, some people take way too seriously for yeah. me, like, and, i It's not fun. I'm not going to do it.
2: Exactly <laughs> that. It's it's a game like. And they all start
1: talking with this long monotone kind of thing going yeah. on. And they, even you can tell they don't enjoy it. They no. just know what they're talking about.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a, I mean, you string a load of stats together and no one cares. Like it, it's not. And you
1: can string a load of stats together and still finish last. <laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. And you just you you be yourself, have fun with it and you know, we're not paid for this. This isn't our job. We're doing it for bands. Like we we started this podcast talking about our own league and we're still talking about our own league and we've got a few other people involved and stuff like that, but it is supposed to be fun. So if it isn't fun, you're drafting with the wrong people. And if that is the case, hit us up on social. You know,
1: yeah. Join one of our leagues. We, we're all we'll make a new one.
2: Yeah, we, we'll make as many as we need to. So if your league's boring, doesn't trade, just hit us up at Five Yard Rush because we're always up for new people joining our leagues. Yeah, always.
1: But right, I've got a few things that I just thought we could sort of chat about. Also, do a draft strategies. So I thought I'd just throw it out there. Seeing it is the draft spectacular. Yeah, something like that. So obviously. Doing a draft, obviously, would you employ different tactics for different types of drafts? As in PPR, yep. Dynasty, or like a standard redraft, or if you've got a Superflex
2: league? So, we just did a Superflex, so we'll yeah. run through that quick. You need three quarterbacks, it is essential because of bye weeks. Yeah. I would take one in the first four or five rounds if you're going to go after one of the big dogs. If not, go round seven. Like Joshua t- took Cam in seven, that's a steal. Cam in seven, then one in ten, then follow it up with you know, Alex Smith in the 15th. Then you've got your three quarterbacks, you can score your points. Um, PPR, prioritise catching running backs and good wide receivers early. Don't take a quarterback. Standard, you, yeah, standard of running back. You've got to go running back, running back, I think, first two rounds in standard. Just because, like we've said, running backs fall off a cliff Yeah, and you, you need them and... I like running back, running back as a strategy in most drafts, to be fair, just because there isn't that many good ones. Yeah. Okay. And for a dynasty? I don't the think... The thing with dynasty for me
1: is it's not just about, you know, the players you get watching the bye weeks, making sure you've got a well-balanced side, but you kind of, I find, sort of err on the side of youth.
2: So, yes and no. I agree with you mostly. But then I think... If you're in a dynasty start-up, you need to be aware of who you're drafting with. Are your league mates people you know? Are you, have you been friends with them for a long time? Because if not, are you likely to join the league? Then in a year or maybe two years' time, if the league disbands you, and you've drafted a load of youth, but you haven't won, what's the point? Yeah, true. Whereas for ours, you, know, you and I have been friends for 29, 30 years, there's my two brother-in-laws are in it your cousin's in it the couple of guys at work who I don't imagine leaving work anytime soon I'm certainly not going anywhere with a nipper on the way so a good core of our league is solid and is going to be around for years but then you know you and I have just joined the Epsom Dynasty League and would just like to say we absolutely annihilated that by the way our teams are lit but then you know if, if something happens in that and we fall out with them or the league just gets disbanded, then Jack It'll win for nothing. It has been <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Jack Jack, <laughs> he's got an absolute load of rookies, and his projections are so low. Yeah. Whereas in a couple of years, his team might be good. But if you, so for me, I like to get a balance. I I like to get a good starting team and then fill my bench with potential rookie stars. Yeah, and and the trouble with Dynasty as well is people value studs way too much like to try and pry someone off you know Stu in our league he's got Antonio Brown and I'm not digging you out Stu but you want too much for him he's 30 years old if he gets another injury what's to say that's not the end of his career I'm not going to give you Michael Thomas, Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook for him and Kenyon Drake it's just, that is a yeah. terrible deal for me You're getting three players of youth. I'm getting old man Brown and Kenyon Drake, who, yeah, he's good, but he's on an absolutely terrible team. So, and I was talking about this with Josh earlier. He even values OBJ. Yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. I I didn't know if that was JB then. (coughs) Excuse me. He values him too high, and he said so himself. And, you know, with him and Nuke, you can get that. They're 25, 26 years old, and they are both at the top of their... They're in the prime wide receivers. But then everybody has to have a fair price, and... If you could tell me you give up OBJ, you could possibly get, I don't know, let's just say you could get Stefan Diggs and Jordan Howard. They're going to outscore OBJ both each week. And you'll be strengthening at each position because your team won't be able to not accommodate those two guys. Yeah. But you just have to be able to get... You have to look past the name value. Yeah, yeah. You have to see them as a commodity, not as a trophy.
1: Well, it's looking at that total points, isn't it?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I just traded with Joe in the five-yard rush yeah. Dynasty League and I gave up Mixon and Michael Thomas and David Njoku and for Travis Kelsey Juju Marquise Goodwin and Mark Ingram Yeah, plus the Baltimore Ravens D <laughs> who are going to be good for the next three or four years and I gave up a second round pick yeah. so yeah my first round pick I gave away to Stu for Kenneth Dixon it was speculative waste yeah, but then I don't think the class is that good next year yeah. and I've already got a couple of good wide receivers There might there's one good running back in next year you know, AJ Brown but I, I, I think I didn't want to give up Thomas and Mixon and I pondered about it for days and I spoke to a couple of people ran it through trade analysers and everybody said you're getting the better deal you're yeah. going to score more points over the season I mean, you know, I'm. find out too, oh, yeah exactly that but I ran it through an analysed and said oh you'll score 240 more points in the season and you think but this is Michael Thomas and Joe Mixon they could you know if things fall their way this could be they could be wide receiver one running back one and yeah. they could have won in the league but then I've got Travis Kelsey I've got a couple of other decent young wide receivers my points total hasn't changed over the week Like I'm still projected the same so yeah and I got rid of two studs. I didn't want to do it, but oh. you know, my heart said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my heart I said no, but it, yeah. my head was saying, do it, do it. Come on, you let it. it's So don't value your studs too much. If, if there's anything there, that's what I would say. What's on your list? What has you got? Come on. Does a particular strategy suit a particular pick in a draft order? Ooh, that's a question. Do well,
1: you know that, what I mean by that? I don't know. So, so say you had been at 10. Yeah. Rather than us just agreeing a minute ago to go, right, like, you're going to take... A running back, a wide receiver, QB. If you, if I said to you like you're 10 now, what strategy would you adopt? Go running back, running back, because that's what you like to do. No. Or do you think at the start you would go that because
2: you know you're going to get one of the top ones? Or so I think. I think with the way. So if I'm drafting in the first three picks, I'm definitely going running back. That is yeah. locked down. If you don't, more fool you, I, I say, just because of how good the running backs are. Secondly. If I'm drafting at the other turn, at the 10, which, you know, I've done over 35 drafts now, and I I think I've only drafted in the top three twice. (laughs) I've drafted at the turn, or at nine, for most of them. And what I've done is I've gone balanced. I've taken a good run, I've taken the best available running back at at my first round, and I've gone best available wide receiver. Just because by the time it gets back to me at the end of third, four... It's a long way. It is a long way. But then if I'm drafting at four, and I'm taking a running back... There's a good chance I'm taking Gronk at the end of the second round, just because of the way the New England pass. You know the way they've got rid of people. People retired. Yeah. And Eric Decker retired this week, and obviously if they get Tate, that hurts Gronk a little bit because he is a possession receiver. But then at the same time, Gronk is yeah. going to smash. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you think you go running back Gronk, then you come back six picks later and you can get Stephon Diggs. Yeah, I, I like that too. So. Like we said earlier, be fluid. I'm stealing that off Mike Wright. But, you know, just, I don't, you can't be binary about it. You need to watch what's going on around you, especially if someone, if you're on the turn and someone's gone running back, running back, and you're heading back to that turn, you know they're going to go wide receiver. And if you've already got two wide receivers, you could then take a running back and know that another running back will get back to you because they've already got two running backs. Yeah. So, I think a balanced team is the best way to build it. Even if you go two running backs, two wide receivers, I think it's very rare that you go running back, running back, running back. And if you do, and you manage to get a good team, then you're a <laughs> draft master.
1: Or extremely lucky.
2: Yeah, or terrible, and you get absolutely nothing. Yeah, like.
1: uh, yeah, but then I think the other thing with that is the super flex. It gives you a little bit of flexibility there because we have seen... Two QBs go well early, oh, and well, the yeah, depth but, in the six and seven is ridiculous. Still, yeah. because people went nuts in but, one
2: of the leagues. But there. like you and I said after that in our DM service, you know, we were messaging each other. Essentially, the first and two rounds just slid down to three and four. Yeah. because people were going quarterbacks in round one and two, and I was just sat there thinking,
1: "But that, what are you doing?"
2: But no, but it does bring about
1: an important point: is check the point scoring system because that one is heavily heavily weighted towards the quarterbacks and, and they will like outscore wide receivers by like, four or five times in yeah. a season yeah no yeah so, so
2: yeah that is a really good point sparky when you if you join a random league or any league before you draft check the scoring because we've all been guilty of it just jumping straight into a draft and some kooky guys put five points per reception and then all of a sudden your three down running backs are liquid gold and well, look at Josh. He, didn't know, he probably didn't realise it was a superflex. Yeah, but I to guess. be fair, Josh is probably 12 tropicals deep somewhere <laughs> in Lanzaroy. <laughs> <Lads> there, <right. laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point.
1: Nice. Uh, any, is it worth taking a DST like, on your terms rather than when they all start to go to get the one you want? Is there that much of a points difference taking... Like, it's maybe going for the Ravens. Uh, so...
2: Uh, yeah. Again, you know, if you want someone bad enough, just take them. Like we said earlier, fantasy football yeah. is fun, and if you can have good banter with your mates in the league about the fact that oh, you took a DST in the 12th ah. right. I mean, you know, I, I mean Stuart re- took a kicker in the seven last year. So yeah, and Joe did it this year. He took Goskowski <laughs> well early, and he said to me the other day, actually, that was probably a little too early. But then, <laughs> you know, I remember last year when I went to the Epsom redraft league in the pub with all the boys from the Epsom league. Shout out, shame it's not happening this year. I took the Jags' defence and everybody turned around to me and said, why are you taking them? They're going to be rubbish. Well, actually, hold up. Yeah, uh-huh. I traded them away, which was a poor move. Oh, no! Yeah, I did. After, like, four weeks, they weren't as good as... But then you think, last year, they outscored loads of different players, not alone DSTs, but are they likely to do that again? Yeah, sure, they haven't lost anyone, really. and But then... Normally, DST is pretty much the same as kickers and tight ends, and they all sort of score, apart from the top three big tight ends. They all sort of score about the same thing. But if you, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, if you think that the young Ravens D, or you think that those Jags from last year aren't going to turn up again, and you think, hang on a minute, my starting lineup is fire, I can, rather than get an average bench spot here, I can slide the Jags in, and if they do happen to score 300 points this year, hallelujah. Do you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I. I like waiting on DSTs, but then if I think I've got a good starting line-up and the Jags are there, I'm taking them just because they've got the p- the potential.
1: Yeah, No, Very true. Like no, fair point. I did add and kicker to that with this, it's in the sort of same breath in that. Yeah, no, they, I know. They they do score some handy points. You know, the good ones will get you. Yeah, obviously it depends. But it's not just about really about the kicker. There are a couple that are yeah say better than the rest, but. It's more about the offence and the
2: opportunities they're presented, obviously. Yeah. They're not really attacked. They're no good with the ball and they need shots at goal. Yeah. I think the thing with kickers is taking a kicker on a good team is important. Yeah. And not necessarily a team that scores many touchdowns, but if you get, a t- get can get a team that moves the ball well up into kicking range... Those extra yeah. three points. I mean, if you if you have in a league that bonuses over 50 yard field goals, yeah. and you've got you know Gostkowski who can nail them from, yeah. Yeah, and he can score you 20 points a week, yeah, or not every week. Oh once. no, but I, I was
1: Greg and was turning in 15 to 20 points every week. Exactly that, like better than most might like wide receiver
2: twos. And, yeah, like the flex positions. But stuff. there's a, there's a lot of noise in the fantasy community now that I've heard on podcasts of nerfing kickers almost to the point. Some most some leagues. Don't even have kickers. Oh, like for me, it's an, it's part of the offense, so yeah. I like having them. But then you could nerf them to just one point per field goal, so they're chipping in for extra points. And you know, like we saw last year in our league, I beat Dan by a yard. <laughs> like we're talking <laughs> one yard of offense. Zero yeah, it wasn't a point. No. It was a yard. Yeah, so. that 0.1 point. No, one, right? zero, zero point yeah, one. Point not one, was it? Yeah, zero point one. So it wasn't even a yard; it was an inch. It, whatever it was, <laughs> it was the smallest number you can beat somebody by yeah. in a fantasy football game, as far as I'm aware. I, never, I'll, I don't ever think that'll be. No, it can't be. If it does get replicated, then it, it would be unreal.
1: We'll send him a tin of beer.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah. You and I sat here and we couldn't work out who'd won. It said I'd got the win, but for the love of God, we couldn't work out why. So that was bizarre. But for me, kickers, late round, last round, even, or if you really want a good one take him second last but don't waste the pick on him
1: yeah my final note really was just sort of touching on what I said before go a little bit with the teams you like and obviously steer clear the guys you don't like or the teams you don't like you know if you don't think or you, you know offense isn't fine whatever make good use of the waiver wires because that really rescued my season last year um, not only was my... Because I didn't know what I was doing in my first ever draft. I didn't do any mocks or anything. Chris just threw me in at the deep end and watched right, me flounder badly. Every, everybody jumped in uh, I went in down like a one-legged man doing the okey-cokey. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I did have to rescue it slightly as I got into it. But you get into it and then, you know, I lost Rogers and OBJ. And the waivers really saved me. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. Well, you definitely mean, go with that. You know, Use the cheat sheets in the draft. Um and make sure, like I say, where you, you do need, you know, it's not all about your heart and your head and whatever. You do need some facts in front of you. I think especially the, um, the depth charts, I think really
2: useful. Yeah, uh, Definitely have them in front of you in draft. Yeah, I mean, you just mentioned waivers, and we said at the beginning this was a pod for beginners. So the waiver wire is essentially the free agent pool of players that have not been drafted. Yeah, And there is two ways to go about how waivers are done. The first one is on reverse league order. So whoever's last... Um, gets first pick off the waivers. Now, the waivers are between after the Monday night game and on a Wednesday morning. And then say Sparky's last in the league and I'm second last in the league and we both bid on the same player. Sparky gets that player before me because yeah. his record is worse. But you do have to drop someone. You do have to drop someone, correct? Yeah, well done. If uh, your bench is full. Oh, if, well. Yeah. But then after the Wednesday, it just becomes an ad drop. So there is no there's so if you want someone you're in a bad league position put your claim in because after the wednesday whoever gets that claim first gets that player now the second form of waivers is fab which is free agent acquisition budget and at the start of the season you're given a set total by your commish and then it's a blind bid for that player and once you've spent your money it's gone but then if you're a decent commish you know I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but... Yeah. Honourable. Yeah, you have zero fa- fab bids. Zero dollar fab bid. sorry. So if you want someone, you don't think anyone else is interested, you just put a little zero dollar bid on him and you get him for nothing. Yeah, fair enough. And our Listener League is actually a fab waiver pickup. It's not a waiver, you know, it's not reverse standings. It's a mm. fab budget because most fancy football podcasts... you know the guys who do this as a living suggest a fab budget because then the good team who say you win you go 4-0 and you get an injury why should you have last pick in the waivers because you're 4-0 you know everybody if if you're in a league that's knowledgeable and at the beginning of the draft everybody should have essentially the same sort of squad if you're in a shallow league so fab gives you a chance to bid on that player and you know just for instance Let's say Ezekiel Elliott gets injured, Rod Smith, the running back too, yeah. you know, his handcuff, suddenly becomes a top five running back. Alfred Morris did it a few yeah. years ago. So why should the worst team in the league suddenly get that? So if you've got $100 and Ezekiel Elliott goes down week one, bid one. It depends how much you want to save for the playoff run, but if you want to bid $95 and you think this boy's going to win my league, wallop, yeah. then go for it. So it would be interesting to see in our Listener League how that fab thing goes. Because yeah, it's it, first time I've done that. So the same yeah. first time I've done it. I've not done it before either. Um, I know a lot of the Dynasty League, well the other Dynasty League that I'm in in America is a fab one. And also a Keeper League that I'm in is a fab. So it'll be interesting to see over the course of the season how that goes and whether we change our OG League and possibly our Dynasty League as well to fab. Just because it's a bit fairer, I think. Is that breaking news? It is, but it's not very interesting. Well, what is it, just in case? Uh,
1: No, it's... uh, They're talking about the cuts as they come into focus. Obviously, the team's got to trim down their squads. Uh, The Raiders are shopping former second-round pick defensive end Mario Edwards. Interesting. They've been frustrated by him. (laughs) That was it. I told you it wasn't really. (laughs) Yeah, no, it wasn't. And it's about a position we don't really... Because we don't do our So. Yeah, true. Well, We need to do one,
2: really. We're talking of... The Raiders, you know, Khalil Mack might get traded. Yeah, people keep saying oh, that would be unreal. That would be. They want two first-round picks for him as well. <laughs> like, who's got that available? But anyway, we, we can't dive into that because we don't really know about. There the was DPs. one standing. I think we are
1: gonna joke about one team. were joking about that they, the whole squad had been
2: Trains traded. The Bears? Wasn't oh, was it wasn't the Bears? Yeah. yeah. They went into they were, Matt Nagy was giving a speech, and someone stood up and said, uh, "Have we all been traded for Khalil Mack?" And yeah. apparently, the room burst into raptures. But that's pretty funny. Pretty funny stuff. So, I think that's probably us sparking you know, but... I mean,
1: what we've essentially done here is rounded up exactly how fantasy works. Not just about the draft, but moving into the season as well. So it's quite a good, quite a good place to end, really. Because like I say, yeah, in do your draft, then you watch your waivers, fingers crossed, and uh, yeah, muddle your way
2: through it like I did. Uh, yeah, muddle. Yeah, well, you got to the semis, so. I, yeah I did you lost to yours truly here but there's neither here nor there I beat you at least once yeah you did season. I think we were evens going into the semi yeah. and then I, not, I managed to do you over but it was probably close and knowing the league and stuff so you know I, we want to shout out our unofficial this week sponsor of the Camden Brewery thanks for supplying us via Tesco's with the Camden Pale Ale yep no problem <laughs> don't forget to find us on your socials boys and girls yep Thanks for downloading all over Europe and America. Yeah, Appreciate the love. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, so we're at Five Yard Rush. We are, you know, where can you find us? We haven't even said Sparky. This poor, we poor. Poor. I, I take care of Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you are the Twitter handle man. I'm the Instagram Poor provider. You can find our podca- podcast. Sorry, I went straight into Podbean there. So the podcast is available on Podbean, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Yay. all of the above. Go find us. Just Google us. We come up first, so yeah. it's pretty sweet. And we didn't even have to pay for it because we've got an individual name. <laughs> wow. So we're gonna come back next Tuesday. Yeah, because Tuesdays are our day when we hit you with the waivers. Sparky's gonna be here. Can't wait for start of season. Oh mate, six days away. I'm literally, yeah. um, I'm buzzing like a bee in a tube. Terrible analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think, we'll, you know, we'll just leave it there. We'll leave it, and me yeah, dying oh, in... Shocking, shocking, note. So, Farky, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's been great. But I'll see you on Tuesday. Your yeah, mum. Take it easy. Keep rushing. Cheers, guys. See you later.
0: You can live a long, healthy life.